Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Welcome back to Make Me a Musical, where we try to make a musical in 30 minutes or less. How are you doing, Andrew, on this very late Monday posting? Well, I just got vaccinated yesterday, which is why we didn't have a post earlier today. But we will have a post now, so. Yeah, and hopefully we'll get one on time next week, too. Absolutely, so we will. point the middle fingers at Andrew. Raise your right finger and solemnly no, swear. No, all the blame goes to COVID on this one. As all things do. Yes, uh, but anyway, I picked um, I picked the topic today. Yeah, what are we turning into a musical this time? Okay, squirrels. Just squirrels? Just, just the idea of squirrels? That's my concept. We're going to roll with that, I think. I want to do squirrels. I, there are worse ideas out there, honestly. I mean, we already have cats. We have frogs. I'm sure there's a show about dogs. We have trains. I mean, if we can do those, we can do squirrels. <laughs> You know what? That has been the best argument like I could have imagined being made for Squirrels the musical. So what are you thinking of? Are we thinking of literal squirrels? Like, Yes. So my idea with squirrels, and I've, I've always go. thought about this, is squirrels are like really panicky all the time. Like, have you ever noticed that? Like you watch a squirrel and he's like, they're like shaking and like they see anything move and they like sprint like eight miles away. Like, just at, like, a tree branch snapping. Like, what are they afraid of, okay? These squirrels are terrified of something. And we don't know what it is, you know? They have manic depression. (laughs) I don't want to... schizophrenic. I don't want to go that literal. I want it to be, like, a squirrel society. And, like, there is some instilled belief in them that they have to be afraid of something. And then the main character has to is sent on a quest to like stop it or something and then he realizes that the whole time it was all fake what what is that uh what is that movie by m night Shyamalan? the village the village that with squirrels is my concept i've got a secondary pitch for you okay what do you got um like because i like where that was going but i like the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy idea that the squirrels are the only ones that are acutely aware that the world is about to end <laughs> I, yeah, when. I mean, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, ah! And they're the only species, and everyone else is just like, what, what, no, are you freaking out? They're like, we know too much. Well, like, I, I walk around in the woods a lot, and, you know, 
you you're just like chill walking around like eh, you know whatever and then every squirrel you gotta see, bury the body somewhere every squirrel you see is just freaking out and you're like what is <laughs> what is happening I mean, maybe I'm just different, like, because I see squirrels a lot because I'm in a very suburban area, and especially on my campus at Wayne State, back when I went there, there were black squirrels, and they would just jump into your hands and hang out. They they love people. They were well, very socialized. I feel like black squirrels are different than brown squirrels, you know? Wow. You're just going to say that out there for the world to hear? <laughs> oh, boy. I lost Jess. <laughs> You're just going to say that out there for the world to hear? It's not racism with squirrels because it's not races they're different they're actual different species <laughs> right okay in this squirrel society where do the black squirrels and the flying squirrels and all of them rank uh there's not a hierarchy of squirrels those are different societies so like flying squirrels don't live in the same society as normal like well not normal like the uh, more common brown squirrels that we would see in in suburbia uh where i live which that's that's normal. Those are the normal ones. The ones you see are, are unnormal. I, I I see a lot of them. Um. So our main character is like this chicken little Chucky Finster kid squirrel. I like the I like the Chucky Finster better than Chicken Little. But yeah, we can we can work with that. We can roll like, with it. Afraid of everything, and then thrown onto this whirlwind adventure where he discovers everything that he was afraid of was a lie. Yeah. At least that was my idea. It sounded like you were pitching something where where the I think like the thing should just be like it is the end of the world and they're the only ones that think it. What if they're the only ones that think it and they're the only ones that can stop it? I like that. That's fun. I think we could also wrap in like a, a global warming message, something timely, uh, into all of this as well. Can I tell you the aesthetic design I'm imagining for this? Um, because I'm imagining it like kind of. Like post-apocalyptic looking squirrels, like patchwork I, creatures. I would want it to be less like mascot costumes and more yes. like cats. Uh, I'm thinking more like ramshackle cats. Kind of like cats, but they're wearing... I want them to be specifically wearing clothes. I think that that's a good look. Like yeah, I think like Skimbleshanks with his vest is the best part of cats. Yeah, but uh, every squirrel is wearing clothes in this one. None yes, of them I agree. none of them are fully naked. I think some of them should have like the fun goggles on their head, like literally dressed as Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle like yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. It, you can even go with like a steampunk squirrel society, you know. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. I think that's the best look, like kind of Hades Town-ish. Yeah. So we'll roll with that, and then the lead character, and we have to give him a name. Is it Rocky? Is this Rocky? No, no. It needs to be something a little bit more. Um, what do you name a what squirrel? What about Zachary? Zachary feels like a squirrel name. No, no. What if, Something with the end times? Like, we have to do something like a biblical reference or something. Oh, God. Job? Uh, oh, Job is not end times. Uh, I would say, like... Like Dante or something like that. That's not necessarily like end Dante. times. That's, that's not end times I, I either. Like that but name. that's a, like a reference that could work. Yeah, I like that name. So we got Dante. Um, he grows up in the squirrel society. We open up, and it's just like the world. We know like the end is near. Something like the No Control song from SpongeBob, but that's the opening number. Like they're all just so shit. Their pants. Yeah, yeah. it's not like everything. yeah, it's not like we're finding out that the world's about to end. Like later into the show, it's like we open it 
with everyone already knows it's going to end. The whole society All is the built around it. know that the world is going to end. The whole society is built around it. Like, Dante has been learning it from an early age. Like, they know. They have, like, a date set. It's like the uh, like the Aztec calendar. Like, the squirrel calendar has a date set. Like, this is the end. Yes. That's it. <laughs> and that could be the centerpiece. The stage centerpiece is, like, this giant countdown to extinction clock. <laughs> Like the Watchmen, like, doomsday clock, like... Yeah, but I'm thinking more like the clock from Wicked, you know, like that dragon t- clock that stands above the stage? I like that. That could be good, yeah, I can. I, we can work with that. Um, Do we see other animals? Do we see, like, uh, their interpretation of birds? I, I, obviously, we don't see humans. Well, I mean, humans would be too large to even show. Yeah, um, I don't want that. We could see, like, birds. I don't, like, do we want it to be, like, a... I want it to be specifically about squirrels, so I don't think they should be able to talk to anything else. Like, these should be, like, predatory, like, monsters So it's not almost. like... So it's kind of like the bugs in relation to the birds in A Bug's Life. Where yeah, I don't want it to be just... like Wind in the Willows, where, like, all of the animals talk to each other. Because then it's just an animal society. I want it to be squirrels only. It's like, specifically squirrels. Yes, alright, I'm down with that. So squirrels know the world is gonna end... But the what is the story? He is sent off on the adventure. What is his call to action? So like, what if... Um, oh, 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 we could do a bloodline thing where it's like, in this prophecy, we, we knew that if one of the people in the Dante... What's Dante's last name? Let's give him some McSquirrel Bean, or what the fuck would a squirrely last name be? <laughs> like like nut, like uh, a, a cornly, or... Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What I'm you... just gonna type in nut last name. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh god. Um. Apparently, N U T T is a real last name, so it could be literally Dante Nut. No, we can't do that. What? Like, what is? What? So wait, wait. What does his family line do? Because family lines are are named after their jobs a lot of times. Oh yeah, that's that's fun. Um. Oh, shit. What do squirrels do? Forager. Forey. Forey. Uh, I think Forager honestly would be a f- totally fine. Dante Forager name. is a fine steampunk squirrel name. I like that. That's we can and, absolutely <clears throat> work with that. And like his family is known for going out into the world. Most of them stay back into their squirrel society, but his family line is known for going out into the world. And everyone just assumed it was like his Chad dad that was gonna save us because it was the Forager line. But his dad dies. Or yeah. like XYZ, and we have to rely on Dante, the fucking fuck up. What if uh what if his dad was also like super cocky? Like he gets something like maybe there's like a flashback song or something with his dad, and his dad was like no, also sure that with... he was gonna no, do no, no, it. No, 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 no. Okay. So we open with kid version of Dante with his dad, and his dad's like teaching him all about it and also explaining the world's ending, and then when we see him grow up and his dad goes off, and this time he doesn't come back. Ah. Okay. I think I mean, that's the best way to do that. So what what are they going off to do? Well, maybe this is in theory the reason why they gather nuts. Like usually we think us humans are like, oh, they're prepping for hibernation. But no, they're looking for something specific. Like one specific thing that they all think are in like acorns and nuts. One <laughs> one we'll nut see. to rule them all. Yes, we need a MacGuffin. <laughs> Okay, 
So, I mean, I don't know what the MacGuffin would be, but, like, we could just, like, placeholder, like, Golden Acorn or something like that? No, it needs to be, like, something a little bit m- less specific than that. Um, it needs to be, like, a cure or something, like, some kind of nut where they saw it once and it kind of looks like a nut, so you gotta look for it. Okay. Okay, well, well hang on. Um... Do they know, they must, like, have some idea of what's going to end the world, right? What if it's, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy type of thing, where it's one of those things where the squirrels are so certain the world's gonna end? That they end, that they're ending it. No, it's not even that. It's, you, you know how in the Lego movie where they get, like, there is, like, this big piece, but really it's just, like, we as audience members know those are pieces from the human world, but they don't? Yeah. Like, what if they're, like, looking for a battery, like, one of those, like, tiny batteries that you put in, like, hearing aids or something to, like, fun- like bring up the light, and the light is dimming because their old battery is dying, and that's a sign of the end times? Okay. Well, my other thought would be it could be something like the elders, like, want the world to end, like a story where it's, like, um, like the rapture or something like that. You know how, like, uh... Uh, like a lot of modern Christians want the uh, Jewish people to be in Israel because they they believe it's going to end the world. Like they're actively trying to bring about the end of the world. What if the squirrels yes. are doing that? Oh, I agree with that. Like all that stuff, I'm down for. But it's all to do with this one light bulb that is like their city light bulb that runs the clock and it keeps flickering because the bulb is dying because time passes, and it all ties back to they have to find a bulb. You know that makes sense. Which yeah. they call like the shiny acorn. It's like a small one too. It's like a Christmas. Yeah, it's light. like yeah, exactly. Which and we as audience we can members also, know that's what they're talking about, but they call it like the the shiny nut or something. <laughs> the nut of eternal light. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> or or uh, nature's nature's glow or something like that. Yes, yeah, something like that. Um, and his father was supposed to find it, dies, um, and so... Dies by unknown Don- means. Unknown means, so maybe he just kind of fucked off, and he gets revealed later on. To yep. just like, hey, the pressure was too big, man. I couldn't come back again without the nut. <laughs> okay, so I like this. We can tie this in a little bit with... Um, so thereafter, what is essentially litter... Um, yes, like functional litter like so we can tie this into like a global warming type thing and and human uh overproduction and stuff like that because it's it's like we've ruined squirrel society because they're now worshiping our litter um and we can also have him like go out to try to find it and part of his forest is destroyed or something i don't know i I want to like that i want to work with it you know well, no, he has been told, like we set up, like, oh, there's vast trees all over that you can jump from and all that. And his dad spits out all this because his dad's really the only one that gets to leave the society because it's their family line that does this. Yeah. And so when he finally does it, all the trees are cut down. It's a barren wasteland. Okay, let's move back. We're going to, we have ideas now. Let's take it back. We have ideas. We know what our plot is. I want song. What does he want? He wants to find the light. And no, no, no. He wants to bring restore, pride to his family. Restore his family name because he's yes. kind of like because uh, his dad was basically a fuck up and didn't succeed. His dad didn't succeed, even though everyone believed that he would. Um, yes. And now everyone's like, well, it's basically you succeed, or the whole prophecy was a. joke. And everyone's basically all f- 
given up. Everyone has given up. Like, all right, prepare for the end of the world because he isn't going to be able to do it. Yeah, he's not going to be able to do it. So we know that the light's going to go out. And when the light goes out, that's the end. The world is over. <laughs> yes, yes. By their own calculations. <laughs> their squirrel calculations. And his is like, I will bring pride and honor to the family. That is his goal. And I want song. Yes. So we'll do that, and then we have to have... What's the title? We got to think of the title real quick. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't... Mm, something with the something with Forester or, or for, Forager. Forager. Forage Ahead. I like that title. Ah, yes. That's really good, actually. Forage <laughs> Ahead. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's... I like... Uh, that's good. All right, moving on. We, we we got 14 minutes left. We have 14 minutes, and we 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 spend a lot of time here. Okay. We we set up the world, dude. We set up the world and the plot. We we used it well. Okay. So forage ahead. Uh, there has to be some sort of antagonistic force. I mean, what what would be the next song? No, usually? I think I don't think there is an antagonistic force in this. Um, it's the elements. Like he is just going against the elements, and that is his antagonistic force. My question is: Should he bring like a buddy or something, or is he just on his own on this adventure? Oh no, we need a buddy character. We need like a, a yeah. comedic side character. Um, and that's a... that's where Rocky comes in with the goggles, and they have like they're like an inventor type. I love it. Yeah, I got this pitch: a flying squirrel that damaged its like little wing, so he has to design shit for himself. Like, so he became okay. much more mechanically engineered. We'll call him Rocky for now, but he can't be Rocky. called Rocky in the actual thing because I think that's copyright. But we'll call him Rocky now. I feel like they just call him Gizmo or something. Like that's a nickname, <laughs> and they just kind of call him that. <laughs> okay um but like, yo gizmo the guy with all the tech gadgets and it's like you'll need gizmo to go with you to ex- to help you on this mission no no no, no 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 he's not given gizmo gizmo is like gizmo on the, sneaks away gizmo's on like the outskirts of town and he's kind of already outcasted and forager also being outcasted is like well I need help and the townspeople aren't going to help me because they okay, all don't okay. like me alternative pitch um, Gizmo was found by the brown squirrels as a flying squirrel who was abandoned and accepted in as just kind of like the kid idiot, like the the kid that no one takes seriously and gets like real bent out of shape, like still a even though he's one. even though he's not, just everyone addresses him that way. Yeah, because he's different and just all that, and so he's like, fine. Um, I I want to go see the world and figure out who my family is, figure out my own clan. So he sneaks away with Dante, seeing this as a chance. <laughs> Absolutely, that's fun. Um, I like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm I'm working with this here. Now we have kind of adventures, and I feel like we could do like minor um, antagonists. I like... think at this point we've set up a plot that we can set a lot of vignettes around, kind of like Moana, where they're, like we know what their goal is, and they have like little mini goals to get there. And they could be literally anything. Like they could go into like the bird colony and just get attacked and like all of that. And then yeah. they have to use their smarts to get out of there. Um, but maybe they're like headed for the Great Wall of Treasures and it's really just a landfill. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. And what I was that's also thinking is that we could end Act One with like they find the edge of the forest or something. I think Act One basically should be. Ooh, something bad has to happen, like, right before Act 1. Act 1 ends, you mean? Yeah, right before Act 1 ends to keep us coming in. Um, they ha- they find uh, the edge of the forest, but it's not where they thought it would be. 
Maybe, okay, maybe Act 1 kind of, ooh, no. The middle of Act 1 has to be when they get out, the forest is desolated and just full of stumps. Yeah. Okay, Act 1 ends with them getting a ride to the landfill, um, the, the Mountain of Treasures. And they're all, like, real excited about it. And then just a thunderstorm rolls in, and that's where we end Act 1. Like, they're on their way there on, like, a tiny barge on a shoe. Like, a shoe barge. And then, like, a bunch of thunder and lightning starts coming up, and they get separated. And we're like, what's going to happen in Act 2? What if... What if the dad is alive and he's at the landfill? No, he is. That's 100% what happens. And we start Act 2 by, uh... Dante being saved by his dad and like him being like what 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 you're alive why didn't you come back and he's like the pressure was too big and I just couldn't bear not coming back again and, and then like, we have that moment. he's been he's been searching the landfill for for the the bulb for many many years at this point yeah and he can't find it yeah, and he's basically all but given up and basically set up a little house there. And he's like, I- I'm contented to die here. And he's like, well, Dad, you've given up, but I haven't. And I have to go save my friend Gizmo. Um, so he has to go find Gizmo, and who has been kidnapped by by squirrel pirates or rat pirates. We could have rats. Hmm, rat pirates. I mean, I if anything's going to be a pirate, I suppose rats. Like, he's in the sewer, maybe. Yeah, like, because that's where they kind of got what swept he, away in different directions. What if he somehow wins over some of the rats and they actually tell him where he could actually find the bulb? And, like, he goes to the store and he realizes that there's actually, like, a ton of bulbs. Yes. But none of the ones that are thrown out work because that's why they're thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. But they need to find a way that they can tell it doesn't work. Um, and they need to find an alternative Maybe what the alternative is, like, yeah, a light bulb doesn't decide whether or not we live or die, which would probably be at least an interesting ending. Well, I feel like that kind of would be the best ending, because you don't want to have it end with the heroes and still believing that this thing that isn't true is true. Yeah, I don't think they should. I think they should go see, like, an actual grocery store and see, like, the billions of lights and how big the world is outside of their little community and realize they can't just be hiding underground as squirrels forever. And then maybe he goes back to the community and he brings his dad back and then they have to, like, break the news and the ending is just trying to, like, they just celebrate or something or convince no they gotta out the 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 leaders that 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 were just vulgar and then everyone's like cheering for dante to take the lead what what is the leader's lead the motivation are the leaders liter like they like keeping people or... in, i think they like keeping people in fear like they kind of know it's bullshit but on the off chance it isn't might as well get the light okay yeah, so they, they go back, they oust the, the former, like, the elders or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, the rats get to join them, and it turns out that Gizmo's community um, wasn't even flying scrolls. It was rats that found him first and lost him, and that was his real parents, kind of like a cat dog scenario. <laughs> Wait, so is he is he a flying squirrel or is he a rat? No, he's a flying squirrel that was abandoned first by the flying squirrel community to the rat community where he was raised and he, the parents he remembered were actually his rat parents. This is feeling very convoluted, but I'm okay with it. We're going to roll with it's, it. 
It's fine story wise. It's like because Gizmo's like my mom and dad. I remember their voices. They were so sweet to me, and then and then they just lost me, and then you guys took me in, and then treated me like garbage. <laughs> So I think we have a complete story here, or at least the best we'll be able to come up with in 25 minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, is there any more? Who like, should write this? Yeah, who's who's going to write it? Um, I think Kristen Anderson Lopez would do good with uh, Bobby Lopez if they were going to be more sincere with it. Um, I feel who like this would could, want to do this is the question. This could very easily be like a goofy comedy as well. Like... There's a lot of stuff you could do with this. I'm thinking a little darker. I think it should have like a very dark look to it. Like a dark fantasy kind of thing? Like steampunky, kind of. Okay. I mean, I'm down for that. The, uh, the guys you mentioned are the ones who did like Frozen, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that definitely working. Uh, I also could see this being a bit on the shorter side. Uh, more I think for... this could be a black box theater, kind of like The Woodsman. Leaning yeah. very heavily on puppeteering and like looking cool, but with more like full songs rather than just uh, oh, instrumental yeah. pieces. And I'm thinking just aesthetically, like nothing to do with like the score and all that. Um, maybe the guys that did that Phantom remake. Um, oh, no, they they wouldn't touch that. Um, ooh, this is a rough one because it's the hard guys to think who of, did like, uh, you... the Lightning Thief would probably do this. Yeah, and they do all. They do fine. They do good. Stop, stop being a fucking hater. I'm drinking the haterade. I don't care. Yeah, he didn't like the lightning thief guys. Well, maybe we'll see. He's got, he's got to sit with it. You know, Janine Sasori, who did Shrek the Musical, wouldn't do terribly at this either. I think there's a lot of people who could do fine with this. Mostly people who have worked on kids media. So what about the something rotten guys? I think they'd be all right. It's not exactly their style of humor from what I've seen, but I'm sure no, they could no. do fine with it. I honestly, I I feel like I keep doing this, but Eddie Perfect, who did Beetlejuice, I I keep hearing like his kind of Rocky style to it, his more sat- satirical bit, leaning, yeah. cynical comedy. It is a cynical show in a way where it's like it really is. Yeah, no, I'm down with I, uh, quite a few of those ones you suggested. I'm I'm okay with. Um, is there a particular uh, direction you would want to go with it? Black box, small, focus on puppets and like minimal costumes, but make it look like badass. You don't need to like put him in squirrel makeup. You just got to give the idea of like a tail and shit. Yeah. Um, if um, I had anything to add, I think that you could do this with a pretty small cast too. Yeah, you could double rolls a bunch, and a lot of it would be puppeteering because birds and rats and all that. That like you can make a hundred rats out of like four people. Oh yeah, um, perfect. The squirrel music. Um, what do you think Ben Brantley would say about this? Ben Brantley uh, would think that it's a very clever and cute show, um, but his back hurt that day, so he would give it a <laughs> negative review. Um. You know what? No faults. <laughs> Um, and then it would get pulled. It would get pulled uh, one day later because he he decided he didn't like it or didn't want to write a good review of it. Uh, or he has to write an apology because he misgendered one of the actors. He actually had to do that recently. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. All right, Andrew. How do you? We just made a musical in less than thirty minutes. We did it. And oh. I actually kind of want to see this one. I. 
it, I think it still needs a lot more workshopping, but there's really only so yes. much we can do in 30 minutes. <laughs> I think this premise is so much fun, though. Like, creatively, I feel invigorated. This is a blast to do. All right, guys. I'm sorry that it was late this week, but we'll get to you on time next week. Yeah, See and you then. Uh, let us know what you would do with the Squirrel Musical. Yes, send us concept art. I would love to see some like ideas on what you think these characters would look like, to be honest. like If you could draw us up what Gizmo and Dante look like, I'm in. And who's your casting choices? Would you put Christian Borle as as the Dante character? Who would you cast? I'd, I'd love to see those. All right, guys. We'll see you next time on Make Me a Musical. Also, also Dante and Gizmo will be a gay relationship. That was obvious, though. We didn't have to say that during the... Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.